Ahaba and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shahina. This podcast is co-created and being brought forward to support us all in this process called ascension in our remembering, integrating, embodying, awakening to our true essence, to the fact that we are energetic beings, we are the divine having a human experience. I am your host, I am Aria, a Reiki master energy and sound healer, ordained Magdalene priestess and your host. So welcome to this episode. Once again, I thank you for your presence and for your presence and being here and your openness to receiving. This episode is really dear to me. It is about awakening and ascension. We are at a very, we've been in a very intense evolutionary experience, both ourselves as human beings on this earth plane and the earth. And a lot of what we are seeing played out in the world, all of the, what is the right word if there is one, all that is being seen and revealed at this point in time is part of this awakening. And even though things may seem chaotic and unsustainable and incredibly frustrating perhaps, this is a very powerful time for us. We all who are here, who are embodying our mission, seeking our mission, seeking to grow and expand and embody our soul essence, our own divinity here in our human form. Those of us who are star seeds and light workers and healers and mystics, we are all here signed up, signed up at the, at the dotted line in the ethers before we were incarnated to be here at this specific point in time to anchor in the light frequencies that are coming in to support the earth and one another in this process of ascension of awakening and many there have been many waves of volunteers who signed up whose soul contract was to remember their own multidimensional infinite selves And some of them came far earlier than us, maybe in the 60s, 70s. Some came in in the 80s, and yet others are still being born, 90s. And even today, the children that are being born now are so far advanced. Many of them have memories. Maybe even you had memories of your past lives. They remember their gifts, and they remember what they are here to do and so many of us went through a phase or are going through a phase of having forgotten and remembering remembering reawakening to this aspect of ourselves that is infinite 
that is one with the divine and knows our power, knows our oneness, knows that we came here for a very specific and particular purpose to share our gifts at this most crucial moment when it is so important for us to embody, hold, and anchor the light frequencies. So when I talk about the light body, um, there are many, many teachings that speak of the light body from the Tibetans and the Buddhist monks in the Far East and Asia to the yogis and mystics and in India to the Sufis, to the Essenes, to the lineage of Mary Magdalene, Yeshua, Mother Mary, Mother Anna. They also were part of this lineage of beings who incarnated at specific points in time throughout history or reincarnated at specific points in time throughout history to show humanity what it is like to embody your full potential, to embody the fullest essence of your soul in this human form. And many of them met untimely deaths because the people or the powers that be were not, they're not, they were not ready and they were not willing to relinquish control over the masses. And sometimes the masses helped, sometimes they didn't. But still, we remember these great teachers and these great ascended masters and these people and who were human, these beings who were human, who embodied their highest purpose. They embodied their soul. They embodied the teachings that they were here to deliver, the transmissions that they delivered. And each one of us who is here, who is seeking, who is learning, who is expanding, who is evolving, each one of us has our own unique gifts, our own unique essence, our own aspect of the divine frequency that we are here to deliver and to transmit. And many of us are, or have been, or are, or both, (laughs) scared to share ourselves with the world because there have been lifetimes where we were persecuted and ostracized and diminished and cast out of society because of our magic, because of our gifts, because of the special way that we activate people, that we awaken each individual that we come into contact with to their own infinite potential. That can be threatening to some of those uh, beings, the not so light reptilians of that nature that they, um, all they know is control. All they know is manipulation and distortion and creating false illusions of reality in order to maintain control. And the, the interesting thing to understand is that they too have that aspect of source, consciousness, of God, goddess, of Allah, the divine. They too have that frequency within them. However, 
when one chooses to manipulate, to control, to coerce, to create false illusions and disseminate darker agendas and believing that control is the only way and manipulation is the only way and submitting people to your own will is the only way then they are con- they are disconnecting themselves from their own divine eternal light and i'm sure many of us have been in positions where we felt that we felt the pull of the ego of that energy that says no i must have my way without really tuning into your heart tuning into your soul and opening yourself up to really receive whether the answer as to whether whether this thing that you seek is really what you truly want what's in alignment with your soul and that is what a lot of us have awakened to and are awakening to is the we're awakening from the illusion that all that is is this physical reality that all we are is our ego we are awakening and remembering that no that's a distortion that's an illusion that we truly are infinite we are multi-dimensional cosmic beings in a human form we are aspects of the divine having a human experience so our light body is our energetic body it is the energetic template of our physical body and our soul hovers in the arc line which is above our head so i guess that could correspond to the soul star chakra and what a lot of these great teachers mystics yogis ascended masters what they knew how to do was bring that part of their soul that that well bring their soul the fullness of that soul into their body into their physical form have it merge and be a part of their human experience and this activation this integration was done through practices through meditation through ecstatic dance through mantras through mudras each culture has their own way of expressing and embodying and aligning with their soul and particularly now now is is such is such an important time to remember who we are to not give in to the to the illusion of what we see right in front of us the chaos the nonsense it's important not to give in to fear it's important to really be aware of our of our own emotions of our own energy of what we are giving power to what we are giving away our power to 
and bring all that back to us. Come back into alignment, into your heart center, into the truth of who you came here to be. And this will, the expression of it may change from time to time in your life, in the course of your expansion and your process of evolution. It may change its expression. However, the essence of who you are, that infinite, expansive being, multidimensional, radiant self, doesn't. That is eternal. And no one and nothing can take that away from you. Just like your power. Your power is yours. You can choose to give it away. However, I mean, unless you entered into some kind of nefarious contract for fame, fortune, or whatnot, or all of the above, um, you can you can reclaim your power. You can call your power back to you. You can break the contracts that you may have signed lifetimes ago because many of us went through periods and lifetimes where we may have taken monastic orders. We may have been nuns, monks, priests. We may have been part of societies that, you know, or cultures or communities where we had to give away our wealth or give away our resources or give or give away of ourselves freely which is why so many of us who are healers and teachers and priestesses and light workers it's often so difficult for us to stand in our power and say this is this is the energetic exchange for the level of work that I do for an energy healing for a sound healing for a a shamanic journey whatever it is that it is your soul gift to deliver we have a hard time like standing and like this is this is what my work is worth because of these vows that we took because of these choices that we made and now is really a powerful time we are in the portal of leo leo is such a wonderful sign and it is about sharing your gifts with the world it is a sign of creativity it is the lion the sun so it is about sovereignty it is about your power and it is about surrendering the ego to the soul allowing and that means that we allow our soul to lead us to guide us to we anchor ourselves in in our soul in our infinite essence to move and take action in the world and manifest So all of these ascended masters and great teachers, when you see them depicted, they have these amazing halos of light 
around their heads. However, there are other arc lines. There's the one over your heart, the one under your feet, the one over your womb space. So you, every, every part of your being is energy. You are infinite light, except we don't remember. We think we are simply this human body and oftentimes we don't even like our own physical bodies because society and you know the media and whoever have taught you that you know you're not beautiful and you're not divine and you're not perfect just as you are and we internalize these beliefs whether it's from our family from our social system from our the media from wherever we internalize it and we think that that's our truth So this process of ascension, this process of awakening is about shedding the layers, the false layers of identity that we have taken on, whether it's karmas, limiting beliefs, societal patterns, familial patterns, what have you. All of these that we have taken on as our identity and getting to the true as truest essence of who we are which is our soul which is our oneness with the divine our oneness with god goddess knowing our oneness with the divine our integration of the in inner masculine and feminine our oneness with the earth and our oneness with one another and what i find interesting is that Almost all philosophies and the original form of many religions always speak of oneness and of love and of brother and sisterhood. However, over time, of course, things get distorted. So it becomes important to go back to the source of what it is that has been taken on as religious dogma and return to the core essence of the spiritual practice. Not necessarily the dogmatic traditions that we have been taught are correct, but what is the true essence? So I encourage you to delve into your own lineage and the practices of that lineage the practices of if you're greek go back into what are the native practices spiritual practices and beliefs of the greeks of the iranians the persians if you are egyptian what is egyptian mysticism in its rawest form If you resonate with the teachings of Mary Magdalene Yeshua, grab one of the Gnostic Gospels, learn some Aramaic, like really get to the core of the original teaching of what was taught at that time and how it was practiced. Because in every lineage, there is... In every lineage, there is a thread that 
can point you into the direction of what resonates most true to your soul, what is most harmonious, what is what makes your soul sing. And every one of us has something that makes us just get so excited about delving into that practice. I encourage you to do that because our activation of our light body, our integration of our soul, bringing down the fullest essence and expressing our soul through us, that's what we are here to do. That's what we came here. This is, this is called being divine in human form. I believe the Greek word was anthropos. I'm going to have to check on that. and kind of give you the definition below. So I was talking of freedom of sovereignty. I was speaking of mysticism and getting back to the original core teachings of your lineage and ascension being a process and an awakening and a reawakening and a stripping of ourselves a stripping of the false layers of identity to really reveal the fullness of your soul. And that that involves not bringing judgment into the equation. And yet so many of us were conditioned to judge. We're conditioned to oh that's good, this is bad, this is it's simply the way we were raised. This is the way what we are taught as being the way that we do things. However, when you are in alignment with your heart and your soul, you're not comparing yourself to someone else. You're not looking at another person's path and judging whether that path is good because that person's path is their path. That is what their soul contracted to experience and no no one no other human being can look at another soul's path and journey and truly say whether it was right or wrong we can hold space for one another however to deem something as good bad or indifferent or whatever is really not that's not part of our soul contract so I want to share Uh, just a little bit of the gospel of Philip it says whoever is free of the world can no longer be made into a slave there they have risen above attraction and repulsion they are master of their nature free of envy if someone sees such a person they seize them and hold them How can one be free of the powers of attraction and repulsion? How can they escape them? So that plays into what I was speaking about, about judgment. And how does one free ourselves from that? We come back to our heart. We come back to our alignment with our soul. 
we come back to our oneness with the divine because when we see ourselves as an aspect of the divine as divine a divine spark in this human form then we can recognize that same spark exists in all things around us there is no separation so that person who cut you off in the freeway is an aspect of you because you are the divine in human form that has fragmented into this soul that you call that calls itself by your name and yet we are all one and i'm sure you have heard that many times many places because that's supposed to be the kernel of of love of all that we have been taught is we are one we are all equal we are all aspects all brothers and sisters it's said in different ways and yet it's the same thing and our multi-dimensional selves knows that to be true so then a question that i have heard is well if our essence is this con- cosmic infinite consciousness and this oneness this unified field why would we be we choose to be born to perhaps live out under harsh circumstances or be in war or strife or separation why would we want to separate ourselves into this one form that doesn't change at least not here um why would you why would why would we want to why would we be crazy enough in this bliss that is oneness to come down and be in this one form that sometimes has a difficult time manifesting and has you know troubles with work or troubles with money or troubles with family or troubles with a beloved blah 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 and i believe, i think it was said louise hey i can't quite remember whom i heard say this first but i've heard this many places and in many ways and it comes down to the same thing it comes down to the desire to experience something different something that we are not we are not used to in order to evolve in order to grow in order to expand in order to experience ourselves differently and that really resonated with me it was the experience so we chose to forget our multidimensionality our oneness in order to play this game to play this game of can i remember will i remember and once i remember how quickly can i get to that oneness again and that oneness doesn't mean we cease being human and all of a sudden our body you know rises up into the heavens and 
or the you know the mothership comes to get us which is kind of what i've always wanted i'm like can you please get me off this rock <laughs> i laugh at myself because ah i was so cute i was so cute to think that i could just be like oh yeah i'm gonna peace out on my on my soul contract it's cute and perhaps you can remember points in time when some things that you have thought were cute because that's that's being without judgment it's like let's just look at ourselves and be like oh it's cute that i thought that because that lightness of being is what invites more of our soul more more of our fullest expression into in into our lives because the moment that we judge ourselves and are hard on ourselves and are really harsh and judgmental and just mean to ourselves for what we experienced or, or how we were not as conscious in the past, that, that's the moment that we increase that separation between us and the divine, between us and our soul. Because we are basically saying we are we are judging ourselves to be not good enough. When you are and you always have been good enough, you've always been worthy and deserving. That's never been a question. Your higher self, your soul, knows that that never was a question. Your spirit guides, your teachers in the spirit realm, they know very well that this has never been a question. It's our mind, our human mind that has been conditioned and programmed with certain limiting beliefs or a plethora of limiting beliefs that makes you feel that you're not worthy and you're not good enough. So because this is a very special time and a very special portal, we are in the Lionsgate portal. And again, I've oh, that's another thing. I've I've heard I've heard so many conflicting theories about the Lionsgate. And I will say this. Everything that we give energy to expands. So if we stand in our power and choose to embody our light then nothing can take our power from us so if we are aligning with the highest frequencies we are immediately protected from the lower and while this may in our physical form, it's hard for us to really believe this. It's about standing in your power and your sovereignty and knowing that no one can take your power away. You can't give your power to some darker or negative agenda unless you choose to give your power to that. Just like when there are psychic attacks, if you believe yourself to be susceptible to them, if there is some kind of tear in your auric field, yeah, it may happen that you will be 
psychically attacked. However, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to fear. Because the moment you recognize that there's a tear in your auric field, you can do something to fix it. (laughs) You can come back into alignment, come back into your heart, bathe yourself in source energy. And you are protected. It's that simple and that hard. It's a matter of aligning with your heart. It's a matter of aligning with the highest frequencies of making that choice. What am I feeding? What am I giving my energy to? And is this in alignment with my soul? Is it in alignment with the infinite light of creation? With the cosmic consciousness that is all things? When we are in alignment and choosing actively and consciously to dispel the stories and the myths and the limiting beliefs, to be in devotion, to experience ourselves as infinite, to experience our oneness with nature, with the sun, with the clouds, with the moon, with all that is. That's our devotion. And we start shedding the layers We start shedding the stories, shedding the karmas, shedding the traumas, and we bring down more and more of our light, more and more of our infinite cosmic beauty, radiance, love, abundance. But it's a choice. Are we choosing to purify ourselves through the process? of this awakening or are we just choosing what is easy it's easy to be angry it's easy to be envious it's easy to choose a lower resonance when everything around you is resonating at that frequency it's easy to choose fear it's easy to choose separation because if that is the dominant frequency in your in your environment then yeah it's hard it's very difficult like if you're in a family of drug addicts if that is the way that you've been raised and conditioned from the time that you were born then of course you're going to resonate at that frequency So our consciousness, our level of consciousness, our level of awareness, that fine-tuning is crucial. It's crucial to develop discernment, wisdom, to really tune into the higher frequencies of your heart. Therein lies your freedom in your sovereignty, in claiming your power. And I will also say this, not everyone incarnated to do this they didn't some people may have had difficult past lives they did they worked their ass off last last life and they just want to chill and be sleeping this lifetime or maybe they just haven't evolved enough to want to wake up this lifetime we don't know 
not everyone has chosen this path. And that's okay. For all of those times that someone has hurt you or tried you or expressed a lower frequency, hold that person in grace and love. Doesn't mean you have to be anywhere near them. Don't, don't get me wrong. Protect yourself and your peace of mind. Above all things, protect yourself, your well-being, and your peace of mind. However, you can do both at the same time. You can hold that person in light and send them light. And hope that at some point in time, their soul will wake up and maybe next lifetime or whatever. doesn't matter. Just send them love, send them light, and cut all cords to preserve your radiant self, to support yourself and your peace of mind and your well-being. Because this world needs you. And this world needs you overflowing with your gifts and your abundance. And we cannot overflow with our gifts and our abundance if we are depleted. And we often get depleted when we give too much of ourselves And don't allow yourself to receive. It is so important for us to open ourselves to receive. Receive the highest frequencies of unconditional love. Receive infinite light. Receive the messages from your team and spirit. Receive the highest frequencies of light. And align with that. That is your true essence. That is your infinite cosmic multidimensional self. It is in that alignment, in that oneness with the divine, in that oneness with your soul. That is the process of ascension and awakening. And because our frequency is often difficult to maintain on this plane. We just have to keep coming back to our heart, come back to the practices that lift your spirit, come back to your heart. And it's going to take time to really cement that as a frequency. But let go of the guilt, let go of the shame, let go of the judgment over yourself and the harsh way that we speak about ourselves in our heads or to other people. Let go of that. You are doing the best that you can. And at every point in time in your life, when we've made mistakes, prefer to call them learnings, when we've experienced these moments, We've truly done the best that we could with the set of tools and the experience and the knowledge that we had at that time. And so has everyone else. And when we can hold that as the measure, that person is doing the best that they can. They're having their moment. I'm going to be over here making sure that I'm in alignment with my heart and my soul. 
And if you can talk to that person and encourage them to stand in their light and in their own infinite power, then please do so. Because we're all here to light one another's way, to support one another, to encourage one another, to love one another. So I encourage you to go back, delve into your own lineage, your practices that practices that make your heart sing, come back into alignment and f- with your soul. Learn the frequency, learn the rhythm of your soul to embody that essence. And move forward with grace, with ease, with joy from a heart-centered space and hold that same light for one another. I thank you so much for listening. And of course, our sound healing will be to support us in shedding judgment and guilt and fear and shame and really aligning with your own process of ascension, of awakening, with your fullest essence with coming back into your soul. And if you would love to learn more about my work, I do have some courses that will be launching soon. One is about activating the Tree of Life template, our light body, and a few others, because I think that people, particularly if they work a regular job, and by regular I mean you work in the 3D muggle world, we need we need to have tools easy tools that we can use at our disposition so i am working on that to really support us in that so please feel free to reach out to me i thank you once again for your time ahava and as always you can find me on instagram or through my website ahava